Welcome to Bewitching Your Day. Hey guys, Mary Meet, and welcome to episode 21 of Bewitching Your Day. And today we're going to talk about something that a lot of us love. Um, unless you just hate the color purple, chances are you either have or have seen or have been around or crave um, amethyst. It's kind of one of those stones that goes along with the, really the New Age movement more so than paganism, but really its uses in pagan practice are amazing too. And But it is one of those things that <laughs> when you see a big chunk of amethyst, you know you are undoubtedly in a metaphysical or New Age bookstore. And I think that's because it has such a calming, peaceful, spiritual vibration. Um, you know, purple is the color of the crown chakra, and so it, it represents spirituality, and it represents calmness and peace and meditation and kind of connecting to um, to our deities or to that higher power, whatever that may be. And, um, man, don't you just love it? And it, it's really kind of one of the more common stones, so... Uh, a lot of it is mined in Brazil, but I, I know even here in Georgia, there are places that you can go and mine it. Um, you know, it ranges in color from a really pale lavender to a really good, deep, deep purple, and it's just, it's yummy. And, um, yeah, it's it's always been one of my favorites. You know, even <laughs> even though when the whole New Age movement came around, it kind of, you just saw it everywhere. Uh, you know, it was in jewelry, it was in, I mean, even in department stores, they just had counters filled with amethyst jewelry. Um, yeah, so it's kind of, it's one of those that, you know, it's everywhere, but it's still just so pretty, you don't care. So, in the Encyclopedia of Magical Ingredients, uh, Alexa Roseanne has this to say. It is ruled by Jupiter and Neptune. It's interesting. Neptune, I would have, I would have guessed Jupiter. Hmm. Okay. Actually, I think I can kind of understand. Um, this stone is more powerful when unpolished. It should be given to or carried by mourners to bring them comfort in their time of loss. And I think a lot of that has to do with the peaceful aspect of it. Place the stone by the bedside of terminal patients to help them transition from this world into the next. That spirituality, that uh, transitioning from matter to spirit, that's kind of makes sense. Amethyst is also very useful in breaking a bad habit. The stone is especially effective in curing alcohol addiction. Soak in a tub with three of the gemstones, and then carry one in your pocket to strengthen your resolve to stay away from negative influences. A carried stone also helps alleviate stress. And I find that interesting... <laughs> There are a lot of things that do say that it helps with alcoholism, um, but it's such a deep purple stone, and I also found that it was sacred to Bacchus. So it's sacred to a god of wine and of excess, um, drunken excess specifically, but also um, it seems to be a, t a stone of temperance, so I find that kind of interesting. Um, let me see. And in the Women's Dictionary of Symbols and Sacred Objects, Barbara Walker says amethyst is the purple variety of quartz, which we know this. Its name is Greek, uh, meaning not drunken. <laughs> so there that is again. 
It was long considered a sure charm for remaining sober, no matter how much wine one consumed. Some said it was necessary to hold an amethyst under the tongue when drinking. Others considered it equally effective worn in a ring. Perhaps for the latter reason, amethyst became the traditional stone for bishops' and cardinals' rings. In medieval times, it was known as bishop's stone. And actually, they kind of give a really good explanation for how it could have been um, associated with temperance. The power of amethyst against alcoholic excess may have had a logical origin in the ancients' carved amethyst wine cups, which so well disguised the color of the wine that servants could water it down without being detected by their masters. A rich purple wine color could be imparted even to plain water by an amethyst cup. So that makes sense. In, um, in Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Crystal, Gem, and Metal Magic, now this is a long one, so fair warning, he associates amethyst with uh, also Jupiter and Neptune. And I think it's associated with Jupiter because Jupiter is so expansive and so joyful and so joyous. And so any event where there was drinking had an element of Jupiter with it. Um, you know, that, that element of celebration. Um, Neptune, you know, is more about spirituality and about connecting on a spiritual level. So that totally makes sense. Um, it says its element is water and energy is receptive. Uh, deities are Bacchus, Dionysus, and Diana. There you go. Wine gods, again. Um, let's see. Placed beneath the pillow or worn to bed, amethyst drives off insomnia and nightmares. It produces a peaceful sleep and pleasant healing, even prophetic dreams. However, it will also ensure that its wearer doesn't oversleep. I really apparently need to get some of this into my bedroom. I have amethyst all over the house, but man, I could use that. I have some insomnia you like you wouldn't believe. A spiritual stone with absolutely no negative side effects or associations with violence, anger, or passion, the amethyst is the stone of peace. When the stresses of everyday life well up within you, hold an amethyst in your left hand, or your right hand if left-handed. Let its soothing, de-stressing, calming, peaceful vibrations sink into you. Or, better yet, wear amethyst so that it touches your skin, and you may avoid such highly wrought emotional states. The amethyst calms fears, raises hopes, lifts the spirits, and promotes thoughts of the spiritual reality beyond our lives. Worn, it wards off guilt and self-deception. Helps you overcome addictions, such as alcoholism, there you go. Curbs overindulgence and bestows good judgment. Amethyst calms emotional storms. Even in situations of potential danger, the amethyst will come to your aid. Uh, it lends courage to its wearer. It's a powerful amulet for travelers. Uh, protects against thieves, harm, sickness, and danger. In Renaissance magic, amethysts engraved with the image of a bear were worn as protective amulets. My husband would love that. Uh, amethyst is actually one of his favorites. Um, purple is his favorite color, and he is obviously a bear. In Greco-Roman times, rings of amethyst set in bronze were worn as charms against evil, and magical cups carved from amethyst banished sorrow and evil from all who drank. <laughs> Not as well as cups that weren't being watered down, but, you know. Because it is such a spiritual stone, the amethyst is often worn during contemplation or placed on simple meditation altars. A piece set before a white candle and a censer burning a soothing high vibrational incense such as sandalwood is conducive to meditative practices. Premeditation baths can also be powerful attunement experiences. Have a light purple candle burning as you bathe and ring the candle with amethysts. 
It is used to increase psychic awareness and to sharpen the sixth sense. Some keep an amethyst with their tarot cards, I Ching, Euro stocks, or coins, or rune stones to heighten their inner energies. It is naturally worn during psychic or uh, divinatory acts. Since it is also a stone of wisdom, it allows the information received through the psychic mind to be appropriately utilized. This beautiful stone also sharpens the conscious mind, quickening the wit and enhancing mental powers. It is utilized to improve the memory, to relieve headaches, and to keep thoughts in line with life goals. A stone of pure, true emotional love, it is often exchanged between lovers to strengthen their commitment. An amethyst carved in the shape of a heart and set in silver was presented by a woman to a man to ensure their love. It's one of the few stones specifically prescribed for men to use for attracting women. Uh, worn by a man, the stone draws good women to love him. And then he lists an, an amethyst spell. When emotionally upset, jilted by a lover, ending a relationship, stressed to the point of severe mental problems, or when in any unstable condition, go to a place outside where you can be alone. Hold an amethyst in your left hand, or right if left-handed. Pour out all of your feelings, your emotions, from your body, through your arm, out, out your palm, and into the stone. Feel every pain, every emotional low, every hurt. Send it into the stone with all the force of your innate magical abilities. When the stone is nearly bursting with negativity, throw it with as much force as you can muster. Scream, howl, choke out a shout as you throw the stone. As your hand releases the amethyst, release the hurt as well. Know that it's in the stone that is outside you, uh, that it is now alien to you. Calm down, breathe deeply, meditate for a few moments. Thank the earth for its help, then turn around and leave your problems behind you. The earth will absorb the hurt, leaving the stone free, but never go back and retrieve that stone to bring it into your life again. That would kind of go along with its ability to uh, bring peace into a situation and to bring calmness. And really, when you look at amethyst, you kind of get that sense. You, it just washes over you. It's such a beautiful color. Um, yeah, it's just, I love it. So I'm kind of curious. Do you use amethyst in your practice? And if so, what kind of uses have you found? Um, do you wear it as jewelry or do you just have a piece nearby you when you do um, magical workings? So tell me how you use amethyst. And also, you know, just imagine it. Imagine the color, that deep purple vibration washing over you. Just imagine all the different ways that you could bring that calmness and that peace into your life. Hope you guys are having a great day and blessed be. Bye-bye. Check out my blog at amyravenson.com. You can also find me on Twitter under Amy Ravenson. You can find me on Facebook under amy.ravenson or email me directly at amyravenson at gmail.com. Blessed be.